your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. A couple of things, just a couple of things going on today. Mainly it's committee week, and there's committee tonight. There's a committee meeting Thursday. There's all kinds of other committee meetings, but the two big ones happen tonight and Thursday. Let me see if I can get these straightened out. There's one. Okay, Judiciary and Administration Committee meets tonight, 6 p.m., Southside Neighborhood Center. Google it. (laughs) Um, And then the Finance and Personnel Committee meeting is Thursday. Same place. Or online. You can... There's a link. I think I put the link in the story. Uh, I wrote a story, just a quick little preview, so to speak, on um, the committee tonight going through the SRO school resource officer contract with the Lacrosse School District memorandum, I think is what they're calling it. It's 10 pages and uh, voting on it, I guess, to whether or not we're going to accept that. Doug Happel, he's on. Um, a whole bunch of committees, including the one Thursday, F and P, F and P. And he's going to join me in a couple of minutes. Try to get him in here early so we can we can just use him because he's got to go. Because he's got to go at 530 so he can get to the meeting unless he, unless he zooms in. But uh, big day for the Bucks and the Brewers yesterday. I just want to do this real quick because it's kind of funny. The, the Bucks. Obviously, NBA champions. They had two two guys that were key cogs, I would say, in winning the title. Bobby Portis, PJ Tucker. Bobby Portis is the guy that was high stepping in Game Seven and gets a technical for like high stepping after he didn't get a foul call or he got a foul called on him. And uh, after that, the Chris Middleton, his teammate, is like, "Dude, it's the NBA Finals. We're gonna win the championship tonight. Probably don't get technicals." Don't give the other team free points in possession. Um, so the Bucks retained him, of course. He's the guy that's really bug eyes. Like, his eyes are really wide. I think he even makes his own T-shirts with his, like, I, I, if he takes advantage of his his really bug eye Um But super lovable guy that the Milwaukee really fell in love with. And then the other guy, P.J. Tucker, is just kind of this just brute uh, biceps as big as my, probably bigger than my legs. And could guard anyone, or did guard anyone. I don't know if he could, because like Kevin Durant lit him up. A lot of guys lit him up, but these were the hardest guys to guard in the NBA. Uh, the Bucks had to had let him go. Whether or not they could had to, I don't know. It's kind of annoying because billionaires own the Bucks. There's a salary cap, so you can only spend so much money. But there's tricks to that salary cap. Uh, the Bucks could have retained one of their key players on defense by paying extra to keep him and it wouldn't have if it would have been no harm no fall to the bucks it wouldn't have mattered for anyone else on the team to get under that salary cap because they're already over uh but it's just a it seems like it's a cut so that the billionaires that own the team can save a couple million dollars we don't want to pay and he's 36 years old but like it doesn't matter you can't replace him so uh it's kind of kind of annoying um and then one other thing for the brewers the Brewers are the one of the best teams of baseball, if you don't know. Uh, Bob Buecher on tonight, 6, 635, playing the Pirates, WKTY. But they, uh, they traded for uh, John Axford. They traded the Toronto Blue Jays $1 for John Axford. And they got what they paid for. 
Uh, Axford played last night. First major league appearance since 2018. Uh, he only got one out out of five batters, and then he left with elbow problems. And he, uh, I didn't see the update, but he has undergone an MRI or will go, will undergo one of those. Maybe he probably did that today. Uh, so the Brewers pay for this 38 year old reliever who used to be a Brewer, and uh, they paid him, they, they traded one dollar for him. <laughs> and then he gets injured, uh, and, he, and he did about a dollar's worth of work last night for the Brewers. They still won, but. Uh, one out out of five batters, and then hurts his elbow. <laughs> kind of, it really sucks, but it's it's funny, right? Like you paid a dollar for a dude in Major League Baseball. It's just like I don't know. Just, I, I, I guess if you're gonna pay one dollar or a, you know a couple hundred thousand dollars to trade for a guy, if I'm that guy and be like, yeah, I'm the guy the Brewers traded a dollar for. I have a friend that I graduated high school with. Uh, he played for the Twins for a couple of years. Not even a couple of years. A couple of starts. Literally two starts. Uh, but at one point, he was also on the Blue Jays, and this is back in the early 2000s. And he was so he was on the Blue Jays, and then they traded him to the Twins, or the Twins traded him to the Red Sox. It's all kind of it's 20 years ago. So, uh, but he was he wasn't even in the trade. It was like a couple of different players got traded, and then the the team that acquired was going to acquire him in the trade. It's always you you might hear this once in a while a player to be named later, and you're like. What does that even mean? You never think about it, right? Like the trade happens, these big names get traded, and then in the wording, a player to be named later. And you never think about it again, unless it's your friend that graduated with you in high school. Because my friend Dave Gassner was that player to be named later. <laughs> Super funny. Uh, so that should be his nickname, actually. I can't believe we didn't do that to him. All right, I got to get out of here. Brad's got to do the news. I want to get Doug Happel in here to talk about some of these committee meetings. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line, but I've got Doug Happel on right now. He's District 12 City Council member. He's on all kinds of committees. He's on the Police and Fire Commission. I don't remember, Doug. I feel like maybe it changed. I, I feel like you were like the VP of the Police and Fire Commission, but has that changed? No, it's... The official title is chair, which means I get to do more and don't get paid anymore, though. <laughs> okay, you're the chair now. Okay, was that? Yeah. That's that's the top of the line, then, right, chair? I guess, but it's, I, I I still haven't seen any money coming in. But uh, <laughs> well, um, and then uh, how long have you been a city council member? Since uh, 2011. 2011. All right. So there's so many things I want to get to, and none of them. So you're on the finance and personnel, the F and P committee. That's Thursday. Uh, there's not a whole a whole ton of exciting stuff, but I want to just do uh, uh, run through a couple of these real quick. Go ahead. Um, there's a resolution, and we've we've talked about this on um, Board of Public Works meeting. I think we're doing it tonight, and we might do it Thursday. Approving partial vacation va- vacation of State Street west of Front Street. Right, this is right. essentially uh, what, so what, what that essentially is is. Uh, uh, Instead of State Street being, and, and this, this is going to sound silly, but instead of that portion of State Street, which is right down there by Riverside Park, so it's not all of State Street, uh, in, instead of that being publicly owned land, it's going to be essentially deeded over to the Parks Board, which I know is a public board, but it's going to be deeded to the Parks Board. And uh, the reason for that is, I think, sometime back there was uh, some concern about a... Uh, a cell tower being put down in Riverside Park. Yeah, that that was the that was at the meeting Monday. A Verizon cell phone, a thirty foot 
Yeah, tall, yeah. thirty eight and, feet. And and that doesn't mean it can't happen, but by putting it by essentially making it a private land, there's there's a little more restrictions on what you can do. And so that that that's what's happening. And and, and the concern is not it's not the street; it's stuff underneath the street. Yeah, I, I I did. We had this story on uh, WisdomNews.com, and someone commented on social media and said, "Isn't it funny how the government can change the rules at any point to suit its needs?" <laughs> so to, uh, but but in my in my thought, Verizon wants to put a cell phone tower right in the middle of our park. So on the flip side, yeah. isn't it funny yeah. how a private granted business... the government can do things like that, but in this case, I think and Councilmember Kayla was the sponsor of it. I think it, I think it was very well intentioned to have such a nice park down there and we don't need to have a cell tower sitting in the middle of it right yeah that was my my idea is like a private business that makes billions of dollars it just gets to put a cell phone tower wherever it wants on the so either way it's just kind of a funny uh concept um a couple other things on the uh on the fmp for thursday are you going to test out the zip lines at train park or how does that work <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> it, the uh that that's one where we always rely on having staff there and giving us any. I haven't gotten any calls or anything on that whatsoever. The only thing that I've really had concerns brought to my attention regarding is is how we go forward with these fifth ward uh, residences up on the north side. Okay. And that was that's that uh, is actually noticed for a closed session, and that that was dealt with by the Economic Development Commission, as we say, a week ago, and. Uh, most everything there is set to be approved. There are some questions about the pilot agreement, payment in lieu of taxes, and and uh, they end up being in closed session. And we'll see where we go. It, it's a it's a good project. The 360 Realty is a, a an excellent company, but we want to make sure that we're not only taking care appropriately of the company, but most importantly, taking care of the city and not putting the city at risk. Now, when you say the fifth war, what what are you, are you talking about? The Kmart building? <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. What no, are you talking no, no. about? That's, what, that's way up on north side, on the north side there in the second district. Uh, I think it's where Train Six used to be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, that one. Um, yeah, because I, I heard three sixty, and I think because uh, I think no, they're doing that's the, the name of the that's the name of the, the the developing company basically. Yeah, I think they're doing the Kmart area too, or they were. Yes, they were, yes, they, yes, they are. But that this is not part of that. Yeah, this is uh this is a apartment deal. Um, all right, and then the other thing on the F and P committee for Thursday: downtown parking assessment, a resolution or report of Board of Public Works on the cost of operating and maintaining. The parking system in downtown La Crosse. Can you just explain? I tried to read some of that stuff, Doug. And well, it's just... I tell you, it, it, it is, when I was asked to sponsor that, it's a, in, in the simplest sense, it's something that happens almost every year, or every other year, and it's just uh, it, it's just codifying what what the city does with regard to parking and our parking utility and what what you charge for places, you know, and what, when you have a thirty minute parking, one hour parking. Uh, whatever the costs are and the parking ramps, that, that's kind of all of that tied together, and it's, it's just really updating what we've got. Okay, just continuing uh, the status quo almost. We're not we're not changing Esse- anything. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the J and A committee tonight, and this is just kind of not, this isn't part of your committee, but you're you're kind of somewhat of an expert here. Um, the we're going to approve the SR, and well, we're going to we're going to examine the SRO school resource officer contract between the school district and the city police. 
Well, um, this is what this is. This is really this has been an issue, as I know you know, for about the last year when the school district, uh, which who I used to work for, of course, uh, was talking about not having school resource officers, and the city through the police department and the school district, uh, led by Superintendent Engel and, and Kurt Teff, one of his uh, his assistants, have been negotiating quite some time to try to find a reasonable solution to this. And uh, what we have in front of us is a memorandum of understanding, uh, which essentially reduces the number of officers, I believe, from five to three, possibly having another one at the elementary schools. And this just lays out the ground rules. And one of the important ones are that if the school district is having a problem, they can pull out. If the city's having a problem, uh, the city can pull out. But uh, I, I, I would have preferred to keep it at the five, but uh, obviously the school district is a separate entity, and they have every right to do what they want. And memorandums of understanding are really pretty normal things that happen. Was it, was it a month ago that we had the one with Holman, where now we, we, we uh, administer their fire department? Yep. But, but as far as their individual firefighters, if there's a problem, Holman deals with it. If there's a problem with the lacrosse firefighter, we deal with it, you know. And uh, so that, that's basically what this is. Uh, we, we have uh, sometimes it gets, it gets noticed probably because the school resource officer was so in such public eye about a year back. But I, you, you can't imagine how many memorandums of understanding uh, the city has uh, local law enforcement agencies, uh, water utilities, I mean, you name it. And that's, that's a fairly normal way of doing business. Yeah, and you said to me, as we were talking about this a little bit before the show, uh, th- this is a pretty good compromise uh, if, if you talk about who's, who's, who's on this memorandum, right? Like the, the entities that make up this memorandum. Uh, this seems like a good a good compromise between the two groups, right? Well, well, it is, and I, and and I, I, it, this what 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 we're looking at now is not was not the initial. There were there was a couple initial proposals that were corrected by legal for both the school district and the city, and uh, then both the mayor and I got together and uh, decided that we we would co-sponsor this because it's I, I, yeah I, I I can drift back in my school district days here, but. Not not only is this important for all of the uh, esoteric reasons, kids getting to know officers and so forth, it's important for the safety of our students. All right. And then a part of the, the, the having school resource officers there with the school district is there's going to be a, an advisory committee. I think it's made up of volunteers. In my head, this was a little bit like an oversight committee that La Crosse County is doing on police, but you were telling me, no, that's not. The, no, that's I not. wouldn't think. No, again, I, I was not intimately involved in these negotiations, but no, in this case, an advisory committee would simply be uh, looking at what the duties would be and, and what, what the broad framework, the structure would be. Uh, I, I was not enamored with the idea of the oversight committee at the county, but uh, it, there's, there's a major difference between uh, advising the structure of something and getting involved with the individual personnel. All right, and then yeah, I just and then kind of if we can jump into that, the, the idea of a, of a county oversight committee uh, overseeing police duties in or you know policing in Lacrosse County. Um, you're you're on the Police and Fire Commission. How would that their entity be different from the Police and Fire Commission? Well, the Police and Fire Commission has statute behind it, and the Police and Fire Commission ultimately is the only organization under statute that can uh, hire, fire, promote. Uh, discipline police officers and firefighters, by the way. A county oversight committee really can't do that, and 
Again, I don't, I, I, I don't think it accomplishes much, but uh, what really happens when there is a police or firefighter disciplinary situation, uh, a complaint may come in. It may just come right from their supervisor to start with, and uh, it's dealt with initially administratively. Uh, if necessary, it reaches the commission, and the commission makes a final decision on something. Uh, we've been on the commission 14 years. We, we have certainly had disciplinary incidents. But it's not something that happens every day, every week, not necessarily even every month. And uh, I, I tell you, what our officers do are just, I, I think, well, about two, three weeks ago, I actually did, did a ride-along, and, and you couldn't be more impressed with how our officers handle things and the patients they have. And in the ride-along I went, they, they ran across a couple of mental health issues. And, my goodness, they dealt with that so well, you know. That, that you never hear, you never hear about that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think we even addressed that a little bit a couple, maybe even last week or a couple of weeks ago. The idea that we're going to have mental health professionals go along with well, police. Well, we do, and actually, the the, uh, the uh, chief Kudron has started a cooperation with the county to have this, and and the city itself uh, has actually taking one of our officers, Officer Whitney Hughes, actually at uh, today, Tuesday, tomorrow, Wednesday. There's a promotion ceremony up at the Northside uh, Community Center, Black River Beach Center, mm-hmm. uh, where Whitney is being promoted uh, from a patrol officer to be the essentially crisis response officer for the city. And for what it's worth, uh, one of the incidents that I happened to observe a couple weeks ago dealt with a teenage boy, and she was right on call taking care of that. Uh, that's awesome. Um, Doug, when, when you talk about wait, wait, the Police and Fire Commission who who makes that up? You, you, when when we talk about an oversight committee, they don't want anyone. Uh, I don't know if it's with a police background, but they just want you know uh, uh, regular people, so to speak. I, I don't even know how well, to, the phrasing I, I, to put. I don't know what is right. Does that imply that police are not regular people? <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, that's right. But, uh, I'm the, fumbling the over my words. The commission is is five five citizens of the city of La Crosse who are appointed by the mayor, approved by the council. There is Nesha Nassif, who's over at uh, UWL. Armenda Utuck, who is a personnel expert. Bruce Jens, who's a retired uh, probation and parole officer. You got Steve Coop, who's a banker and also a member of the Wisconsin National Guard. And you got me, who's a retired school administrator. All right, and obviously the Police and Fire Commission just oversees the city police. Uh, yeah, what are, yes, that's that's that's, that's 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 what we do. Most yep. Alaska has their commission. I'm sure Holman has their commission. That's what they do. The it, I, if you're talking police and fire commission, my, I, I think I may, may or may not have mentioned to you earlier, but uh, actually the greatest concern I'm having right now, and I'm not alone, is was we we always see in the national media about the number of police officers retiring, retiring, resigning, and having trouble replacing them. Now we're not getting a flux of, of retirements, resignations, but uh, we are having difficulty recruiting officers. We we used to have uh, maybe 80 applications for police officer positions we we just had an, uh, a, a posting added maybe a month ago and I, I don't hold me to the exact number but that we may have had only 20 applications the police administrative team screens them down before it gets to the commission i think they interviewed 11 the commission only was able to interview three people and it used it used to be we'd interview 10 or 15 so mm-hmm. Uh, people are not going into this policing uh, uh, profession. We're still getting good ones. I mean, as long as you can get one, you're okay. But that is a definite concern. Is that it's, it's really dropping off. 
Doug, is it ever the case where because you have, you know, what did you say, a quarter of the applications where you just go, you know what, we're not going to hit the number that we need to hire because we there, there's just not well, enough. Well, that, that, I mean, that, that, that at some point, I hope it never happens in Lacrosse because we read about these big cities having 250, 300. Lacrosse has essentially it's either 99 or 100 officers. You know, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I mean, p- people are going to retire. That that happens. You know? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And there are going to and and you talk discipline. There are some people who perhaps are not performing as they should and may be released during their probationary period, and and we've got to replace them. Yeah. We're, and we're not having lots and lots of applicants uh, uh, show up to be to replace them. Uh, real quick, and then I'll let you get to that that committee meeting tonight. Um, because you, police and fire oversees city police, and we have other ones for the other city police. Uh, sheriff's department. You know, I, I, I'm not sure. We we do not oversee the sheriff's right. department. I think the county may have some kind of. I don't know if they have a commission because you get different statutes. They have they have something that oversees the sheriff's department, uh, and, and of course we have a little bit of a difference there in that the sheriff himself or herself is elected. Yep. Whereas the police chief is not elected here. He's selected by the commission. Sure. All right, Doug, I'll let you go. Thanks a lot for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Right, see ya. That's Doug Happel. He's a city council member, District 12 he represents. He's on the uh, committee meeting. He's on the the finance and personnel committee that meets on Thursday at 6 p.m. There's another meeting here in a half hour if you want to get down to the south side neighborhood center. Uh, this this is the meeting to be at because uh, if you want to weigh in on some stuff, because there's the school resource officer uh, contract, there's uh, lacrosse center. We're going to get to that in a minute. And uh, I I just had the wrong guy on. I have Doug on, and he's uh and and it happens in a half hour, so it's really hard to. That's why I wanted to preview Thursday's meeting, which Doug was so nice to do. Um, but there's yeah quite a few things that we can talk about that that are going to go down tonight. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM on the WisdomNews.com website. Here, I'm just going to hit win stuff. So, I got to see what kind of got to see what's left on here. Uh, okay, so you can still win a new roof, you can still win free brewer tickets, and you can still get a free lunch if you just go to WisdomNews.com. The roof is the most intriguing one for me, even though I can't win. But if one of you wants to win and then use my address, uh, maybe we can work out a deal. <laughs> but uh, Right Choice Construction, you can win a new roof through them, up to $25,000, uh, residential only. They're going to announce a winner, I think Saturday. Yeah, Saturday there at the at their open house in Westby between noon and 4 p.m. I don't, th- I'm, you don't have to be there to win, but um, that's what they're going to announce it. So go to wisdomnews.com, click win stuff. Also, there's free brewer tickets, so just do that, right? Um, and then one other thing, go to radiostuffstore.com, Packer bus trips. There's Lions, Seahawks, and Bears. Oh my. So uh, you get uh, it's a tail you get a tailgate party, free food, beer, soda before the game, uh, bus ride to Lambo, do whatever you want. <laughs> They'll give you a bus ride back, right? That's the important part, right? Getting there and back. Um, I appreciate Doug Happel coming on and and talking with me for a little bit about uh, the committee meetings tonight. That committee meeting the. Uh, JNA committee, Judiciary and Administration Committee meeting is tonight. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, okay, so I think it's 
I got a caller calling in Swamp Fox Six. Is that how? Is that what you're calling yourself? Yep. Did Swamp Fox. That? Okay. Go ahead. You're you're on the air. Okay. Uh, I want to extend an invitation out to people. Um, okay. What's coming up? There's going to be a rally in uh, uh, Madison this Friday at noon at the Capitol building. And what the subject is all about is the the legislature um, is uh, voting for a way to go in and investigate our uh, um, election fraud for the 2020 election. And um, there's disagreement uh, as to how about to go about doing it. Some people want to appoint some people, but um, there's other people that want to go with a different route. Um, They want to go after the, the... the full forensic audit uh, like they did in Arizona, and that's what the, the rally is all about, to get the politicians. I, for, I forgot what they get. Oh, Voss is his name. Um, they're trying to convince Voss um, to go with a full forensic audit, same as like in Arizona. Now, we locally, uh, we're going to meet uh, and form like a carpool to go there this Friday, 7 a.m., at the um, Woodman's um, parking lot. Woodman's has uh, a separate park in the area to the south of their property for their liquor store. We're going to be down in the southeastern corner, just across the street from that row of uh, motels there. And then we'll be there from 7 to 7.30, and people can hash out about... um, you know, who who can ride with who and who's got the better car and who can chip in for gas and that type of thing. All right. So, um, and this is, uh, I guess, a final thing is, like, if people want to read up about it, uh, they can go to a website. Um, yeah, wisdomnews.com. That's the website go to. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Swamp Fox 6. Uh, seems a little early. If the, if the rally's at noon in Madison, you're going to meet at, leave at 730 Eight thirty-nine. You're getting there at ten, man. You're going to really do some tailgating. Uh, two hours of tailgating before the the rally. I feel like the rally would just be a long tailgate, wouldn't it? I feel like that would be it. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. Uh, Joe is calling in. Hey, Joe, go ahead. Hey, does anybody ever wonder why you know in previous years they say go get your flu shot, but they don't? Uh, they don't say, well, the flu spiking up. People are going to the hospital. Everybody going to Coles has to wear masks. Anybody going to the restaurants got to wear masks. Anyone going out to here has to say, you know, I've had my shot. Right. Because you wonder why they're doing it now. Like, the, I feel like the Democrats say we got 12 months. Dude, it's been a year and a half. You don't know why COVID is worse than the flu. Like, <laughs> figure it out. It's been a, a year and a half. Uh, first off, we didn't know what COVID was. Second off, it's ridiculously more contagious than the flu. Third off, it affects the older population, and we don't have we don't have a way to not cure it because you don't really cure it as but to combat it right off the bat. We didn't figure that out. Um, yeah, if, I mean, I'll do a COVID show with Chris Main next week if he can come on. He's the Viterbo kind of the like, I just call him the virus guy because I epidemiologist is that it i don't think he's an epidemiologist though i mess that up all the time he's a biology professor at viterbo who studies virus spread so we'll bring him on next week and we can do a covid show because i know y'all love to talk about covid every day and try to like just make it one day just try to make it one day uh 608-785-7914 if you want to talk about like city stuff happening in the cross 
Uh, tonight, there's a, a meeting to t- discuss that memorandum between the school resource officers and the school district. So it looks like, I don't know, it seems like the committee would approve this, but there are a couple of, of letters. This is the whole reason for a committee is you want public comment, whether you're for or against the thing that's happening on the agenda, right? So one of them is, you know, taking 150 grand and paying for three school resource officers for the next year. And like Doug Happel, the city council member, and he's on the police and fire commission as well, told us that at any point, either of those groups, the school district or the police can just jump out and can just bail out. Like, we don't like what's going on. Maybe there's an incident that happens and then they just can bail out. Uh, that's in that memorandum. Uh, there was a couple of letters to the the committee uh, voicing concern about the language in the memorandum. If you wanted to read those, it's at wisdomnews.com. But, you know, uh, and Brad read these on the air during the news as well. I did throughout the day. Um, one of the letters was addressing the, the lack of clear language over accountability when it comes to police conduct with members of this advisory committee, so it's this advisory committee for the school resource officer program is made up of citizens, community volunteers. So if, and it's already happened there with the citizens oversight committee. So I don't know what it, I feel like maybe the, the police seen, seen what happened earlier and, and we'll put, we'll shut this down. But if there's some retaliation because the, this advisory committee maybe wants to do something that, uh, the police disagree with if there's retaliation. What happens? Who's in charge of that? Where Where is the punishment? I don't know if we got any punishment from, you know, it was it was a Facebook post. It's just social media garbage, but it's it's also like a little scary because your police are going after just citizens on social media. It's a little bit weird. Uh, one way it works, the other way it doesn't. <laughs> one way you're the police, the other way is just people voicing concern when one way or the other. So. Uh, just going after somebody that's on this committee, that person resigned. Um, another letter submitted uh, to the JNA committee tonight is a parent of a student also concerned parts of the contract. That they'd like to also see some clear wording about actions to protect the advisory committee as well as how the police will respond. So kind of the kind of similar, um, but you can read them online, wisdomnews.com. Uh, all right, and so I think I think number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. You're on the air. I tried to call yeah, you back. Lord, yeah. I want to thank you for taking my call. <laughs> I tried to get back to you yesterday, uh, but no, I, mi- I know you did. We had something going on. Yeah. Anyway, I was wondering if you could give me the weather report for the weekend. The weather report? Do you want it right away? I mean, it's going to take five seconds here. Do you want it? What What city do you want? Well, you were so good doing it last Friday. I thought maybe you're going to do it all the time. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, eighty degrees. Eighty How's that? Dark- Dark tonight and light tomorrow, you, right? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. We never know no. with this smoke. One other question. Mike Hayes is going to go to Vietnam next month. Are you filling his shoes? Um, I think probably probably Ken will do a lot of that. And if Ken needs a break, I'll fill in and, and zombie through, uh, you know, a couple hours in the morning. Well, I, okay. Nobody's talked to me yet about it, but uh, I don't know. Well, how, how, did you listen should... on Friday? How, did, how do you think I did? Oh, you done real good. You were right on, right on uh, the sixes with that weather. I <laughs> know that's about all I felt I did. I did okay with. Uh, oh, you done a good job. <laughs> they might be real talk real nice to you. 
up until the time Mike goes, you know, to make sure you're going to do that work for him. Yeah, right. So, uh, so we, it's nosing you a little bit. So uh, you know how it's going to happen. It's really not a problem to do it. I, it was kind of fun. It was just a little bit different. As Once I hit the 8 a.m. hour, I kind of figured out how I wanted to do the show. It's it was kinda, all downhill from there, yeah, right? Yeah, the 6 and 7, I was feeling things out, and then 8 o'clock, I thought, all right, I figured this out. Okay, well, hang in there. All Thank right. you for taking my call. You're welcome, all right. Uh, and uh, I think Kent's calling in here. Kent, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Kent, Mayor of the North Side. How you doing, buddy? I got to do that. I, I keep forgetting. I, I know that you're the mayor of the North Side, and I, that's how I need to introduce you. I, I apologize. Yeah, thanks for the promo, bud. Hey, when you when you go on day shift for Mike Hayes, why don't you let me go and cover your shift? I'll call it Kent's conservative talk show. <laughs> I I feel look, like I feel like the I eleven. Just see, I want to see how many more calls I'll get than you. You probably get quite a few calls because it's just something different. Um, but I, <laughs> I know. But but uh, I don't know. Like if 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 there's so many conservatives out there listening, then shouldn't the the pro the the show beginning says have something to complain about? Then then you all should be complaining about me. Well, we can complain about you, me, everybody, but <laughs> just a, a different twist. Put it put it past your boss. See what happens. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Ken. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't want to put I don't want to put my job on the line. And have the, the the guy with so much authority, the mayor of the North Side, coming in, uh, taking up taking over my show. Um, hey, I'm going to do one more quick break. Uh, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. A couple of minutes to go here. You know, Thursday we have Moon Tunes. On Tuesday there is free live music in on Alaska called Great River Sound. Starts at six thirty. Dash Park, right there. I think it's right the the main drag, right as you go up up the river, so to speak. Dash uh, Great River Sound, six thirty p.m. Uh, Judiciary and Administration Committee meeting tonight, J and A. So we talked about the school resource officer memorandum. Probably gonna probably gonna go through committee. I'm imagining. Uh, Doug said this off the air, but he said you you, you know you have a mayor and the and the and the fire commission both sponsoring this bill. So it looks like it's probably going to be good to go when you have the police and fire commission and the mayor sponsoring it. Right. I guess it's not a bill, but it's memorandum. Um, another thing that is going to go through committee is I, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to dive into what's crossed off and, and like the, the, the T's in the eye of this thing. You can go to the agenda and look at it. But essentially, I just wrote in my notes, lacrosse center guns ordinance. <laughs> so it's the very basic of things, uh, most basic of things. Um, essentially, we've, we've talked about this a couple months ago. Uh, in the contracts for anything that is going to use the lacrosse center, it bans guns. And... That's been like that for a while, and we the the city might even have had events illegally with like gun shows like that might have been against the city's contract, and the wording just was I think maybe we just missed the wording on the contracts when we were doing that. Uh, Mayor Reynolds comes in. I think he takes a lot of the heat for this, even though he's like, I just all I'm doing is reading what the contract was before I'm. The mayor, here's the contract. It says no guns, so I can't approve contracts for gun shows down the road. We have to get this changed before we can do that. 
we're work, working on it. And now here it is. It's in committee. Uh, and the if you look at the the agenda items, it's just got a bunch of stuff crossed off, which essentially means you can't have guns at this this thing. There's no guns, so it makes gun shows hard, right? Or uh, we we talked about the Squirrel Association, which is uh, essentially helping handicaps handicap people get into hunting outdoors, not even just hunting, just all kinds of outdoors. And that takes place where in, in Holman or on Alaska. It's been a while since I talked about squirrel and it's not a thing that I'm, I'm into. Uh, just not a, a thing that I recognize until we started talking about this. And then the other one ducks unlimited also, you know, they're going to have a ducks unlimited show it's hunting. So they're going to have guns. there. going to have gun raffles. So squirrel has a big gun raffle and that's that kind of their main draw for that thing. So, uh, it looks like we've got the terminology changed where the lacrosse center will be able to have certain events allowing guns in some sh- way, shape or form, not a lawyer. I'm not going to go through the contract or whatever you want to call it, the rewording of the contract. Uh, but that's part of this committee tonight. So if you were wondering, is that ever going to get solved? It looks like the first step is happening tonight or maybe not even the first step, right? We're right in the middle of this. And then I would imagine the city council will approve it on next Thursday at the city monthly city council meeting. And maybe that'll be done. We'll be done with it. All right. So that's that. Is there anything else I wanted to say? There's a, there's a couple of grant, I grant things. Uh, oh, that's on Thursday. There's a couple of like the zip line. I mentioned to Doug Happel, is he going to test out the zip line at the trains, all abilities park? I'm really kind of curious about that. So I got to have uh Jared Flick from Parks and Rec, come on and, and tell me what, what that's all about. Because uh, if I can get on a zip line at Train Park, I definitely want to do that. But I'm guessing it's going to be for kids. I uh, did a zip line course uh, when I was on vacation a couple months ago, and it was super fun. All right, that's all the time I got. Thanks for listening.